So what do you know about Scotland? Uh, brave hearts. <laughs> Bad teeth. Angus. <laughs> uh, they, they hate the queen. Fuck the queen. They will personally bring her body to hell. But also, that that's not in this... They only knew the three things. They didn't know the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they... Hi, and welcome to Rough Cuts. Happy New Year, everyone. We watched as a treat, in Voix's own words, Soccer Dog European Cup. Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. He started in the lab and took it to the net. You want to play? With only one goal in mind. To bring a father and son together. It's over, Zach. And maybe play a little ball. Now, you got guts, but I... he's fetching it like Beckham. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we learned that Soccer Dog, a very cool, very funny movie that we actually enjoyed a lot, uh, shares neither writer nor director <laughs> with Soccer Dog European Cup. Which and is unfortunate. And you almost wouldn't notice. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Except... Like, Soccer Dog is such a weird movie. It's, it's so such good. a wild piece. Like, and it's very 90s. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very yeah. 90s weird, and it's got a lot of interesting comedy. There's one thing that this movie shares with it, now that I think about it. Uh-huh. Is it soccer? They both... They... Uh, okay. There are two things that this movie <laughs> shares. Fucking... You, you forgot about soccer. Oh. Okay. God damn. Well, okay, but the movie also forgets about soccer a lot, to be fair. And also dogs, and also uh, just a lot of things. Um, one thing that for some reason they decided was a really good song choice for all of these films about soccer is to pick it up, pick it up. A thing that pick you it up, cannot pick it up, do pick in up, soccer. You can't do it in soccer. <laughs> you can pick it up as much as you want while that song is playing. You can pick it up anywhere that you get. Ah, it's not in the rules. If Ska's playing, you are allowed to pick it up. Yeah. That's, There's a lot of Ska in these movies. That's why I wear my checkered bands at all times so I can pick it up. Never know. Never At know. A moment's notice. Handy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there's an unbelievable amount of ska in these movies. So it's weird though. I, I did a ska count. I did okay. do a ska yeah, count. Yeah, there yeah, are twelve yeah. scenes of ska music. Excellent. But there's only six ska songs. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say there's seven songs in the movie, and then I'm like, oh wait, yeah, but one of them was one of them was the crying in the rain song. <laughs> one of them was crying in the rain. I guess there's five Scott songs, because one of them's like knockoff Green Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one was like a pop punk, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, like, yeah. five Scott songs, but 12 Scott scenes. They, yes. They got as much of use out of those Scott songs as they could. And to be honest, like, for a movie and a movie series that is obviously exceptionally indie with mm -hmm. very very low budgets they spend a lot of money on these songs more money on the music than the camera equipment yes yeah like yeah. That, that's what i mean like then camera equipment sets actors like i'm not saying mm -hmm. that ska is uh, it would have been super expensive to get these bands and everything but, at but the same it time, should be like, 
God damn it. <laughs> but, 90, well, 98 to 2004. Like, I will never I, turn my back on Ska. <laughs> it's... Uh, God. There, there's a lot of bands that you would probably recognize. Like, honestly, there is stuff in here that it's like, oh, okay, yeah, no. Like, there's... Not huge bands, but bands that you'd recognize if you know anything about, like, pop punk or mm-hmm. Ska from back in the day. And it's weird to see that they spent that kind of money on that side of this movie because yeah why so in soccer dog they got the aquabats and they did super rad and they're technically credited but the aquabats don't claim any any relation to that movie in any way no they shouldn't well i mean okay the first soccer dog's good and it's super rad is a great song, and it fits the theme of the movie and the feeling of when it's playing. And in yeah, this, they got Soccer the Aquabats. Dog's a good movie. Yeah, they got the Aquabats, but they did Canis Lupus, which is a song about dogs. So in theory, it should relate, but it, it should, doesn't at in all. theory. Well, that's because let's get to the main thrust of this. Where's the fucking dog? Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Where the fucking dog? <laughs> you got to get more Scottish. Bad, there, bad yeah. Scottish accent in here somewhere. I I didn't expect the whole movie to be in Scotland. I'm gonna be honest. There's the Scottish accents are yeah. a hell of a thing. Some of them are good. Some of them are very obviously English people trying to do Scottish accents. Yeah. Some of them are over the top Braveheart stuff. Some of them. There's a lot of Braveheart in this. Oh my god. There's, there's so much Braveheart. Did you know that Braveheart's from Scotland? Did you know did William Wallace? Do you know him? Scotland. Braveheart. 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 Haggis? Haggis. 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 Braveheart. Haggis. Braveheart. Yeah. And at the pub. Drinking at the pub. Pub drinking? Drinking at the pub. And also, of course, they all have very obviously, like, gross, yellowed, orange, rotted teeth. Yeah, they that's zoom the in on races. a lot. That, that's like, just... it almost feels like an Austin Powers joke with the yellow teeth. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's the one character that has the really yellow teeth, and that's the Braveheart mm. character. So, I, yeah. Anyways, how, how Scott... does the movie start? <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. it's, the, it's the family guy meme of them holding up, like, the, the skin palettes, and, like, the, you know, oh, how... Yeah. What, you know, what you label people, except that it's teeth colors, and it's like there's a line that's Scottish. It's <laughs> like, oh, well, wait, this yellow or better, and that's you get more and more Scottish as you go down. It goes American to British on a white to yellow teeth scale, and then below British is Scottish. Scottish, yeah, yeah. that's how it works. Yeah, God, uh, like the more so Scottish anyway, you got, the more yeah. yellow your teeth were, <laughs> apparently. Like all good movies about soccer, we need to start with the Nazis. <sighs> Learn Did the Germans do anything in the forties that I should be aware of? Gentlemen, okay, no? I give okay. you yeah. the future. <laughs> <laughs> Our movie opens nineteen forty <laughs> in an underground Nazi experiment. Uh, an underground lab. Nazi base where they're making a super soccer dog. <laughs> This now is, you may be saying, like a joke. "What?" Well, also you may be saying, "Wait, this sounds awesome," which I thought too. I was like, "Okay, all right, this is fucking wild. I'm in." 
No. Yeah. It's not. No. It's a half-baked idea. They just wanted to put a Nazi in the movie. It's not half-baked. <laughs> it's not It's not a quarter-baked. This thing is still in the freezer. They haven't pulled it out to throw it into the oven. This feels like a first draft. Yeah, so there's a Nazi making <sighs> super, super dog. sports dogs. Yeah, yeah. And... The dog knows how to count and understands human language and all these things that are definitely going to be relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tons of relevant plot important stuff here about this super dog mm-hmm. made by Nazis in the 40s and then jump to modern day, which it's actually, it is modern day and that's a modern dog, but it was the 40s. That, it's, I think it's implying the dog lived 50 years also. I don't, but did there's the a lot of questions. also? Because they didn't age. The scientists didn't age. I don't know. And like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I think they just the other time skipped for some reason, I, and I don't know why. I, but the, the dog escaped by pressing a bunch of numbers on a pad with with its paw on every number, which is okay. Funny. That one, you know how much we love to see fake dog paw and number pads and dog paws are perfect fake dog paw moments. They improved on fake dog paw. I'm gonna say for once. They did better than that. That's a thing that I'll give this movie kudos for. Because yeah, this they dog got just real dog paw. They got real dog paw, and what they did is they just had the dog mash literally every number at once. Just <laughs> slap, 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 slap. <laughs> Done. So so it escapes to ska music from this Nazi compound. <laughs> pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a ship post, but it's not. <laughs> and it escapes to Scotland or whatever I, or they were in Scotland they were the Scottish on a, Sherman I think it, I think the dog hitchhiked on a I don't, vehicle going to Scotland I don't think I don't drive to I I was the compound in Germany that that's my question I don't question. know I don't they don't answer any of this there's no answers to any of this but maybe the dog are, came from Argentina it's hard to say but there are six scenes in this entire film with those Nazi scientists yeah yeah actually there it might are. be less there's like somewhere between 4 and 6 is what my guess would be they don't really do much of anything no no but they're anyway. there. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, my biggest problem with this movie, after the Nazi dog, super dog thing, uh-huh. is I think it's highly derivative of other films. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, this is just every like, dog movie so, that we've watched. Because you were talking about Slapshot. I, I did watch yes. the trailer for Slapshot while we were waiting to record. Yep. Uh, I see the resemblance. Yep. Yep, I get yep, it. Yep. The main character, mm-hmm. Brian, even looks like the main character, yeah. Slapshot. Man, that's kind of insulting to Paul Newman, but... <laughs> Paul you know. Newman looks like a fucking car. I've seen cars. <laughs> Jesus He's a fucking hornet. Uh, you can't you can't lie to me. Oh, man. But, yeah, no. It, so they have three soccer players that all look very similar and have, like, long hair and thick... Black coat, glasses. Like... Thick, yeah, thick rimmed black glasses. Yeah. Only a um, big stupid ever... idiot would wear thick black glasses. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen Slapshot, there is three brothers on a team that all look similar, that have long dark hair, 
and they're all kind of idiots, and they're pretty rowdy, and they have thick black glasses. Like, it's just, it's so obviously that. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't love Slapshot. I'm not really a sports movie person. But man, Slapshot is a million times better than this. Like, it's done interesting there. Part of it is they don't really use those characters. They set them no. up for something, and then they just drop it. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. <clears throat> they have quirky characters, but they don't use them well. Where no. the first soccer dog had, like, Mafia Kid. Yes. Which was And Mafia great. Kid has an arc. Yeah, it had Dog Catcher, who was, like, a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> It yeah, had the yeah. referee from, like, Salute Your Shorts. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, well, and, and like, a lot of those characters. characters had, like... Those characters had arcs, right? Like, the... Mm -hmm. The character of the dog catcher went through this whole thing of, like, he vowed vengeance against the dog and burned his dog catching certificate because yeah. he was like, I don't deserve this until I get the dog. And, like, does that whole thing. The mafia kid, like, starts out kidnapping their own team and, like, trying, yeah. trying to, like, to throw the game so they can bet on it and stuff and, like, have rigged games. But then he, like comes around to the rest of the team and, like, uses his connections to fuck with the other team and stuff. Like, do you know what I mean? They're like characters the is They're the thing. characters. They do things. Yeah. They don't just have one thing. This one has Braveheart guy who... He's Braveheart. He just... Every, every scene, he yells, Freedom! And paints Braveheart, like, tattoos on his face. Yeah. And then runs around shirtless. And that, what that, is that's Braveheart's it. motivation? What does Braveheart do every day? Freedom! That's right. Braveheart gets up, puts on his kilt, and yells. Puts freedom. on a shirt sometimes. Yells freedom. Goes to the pub, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then goes That's to practice Braveheart. and sits on the stands. Like everybody else in that fucking team. Yep. Like <laughs> That's all they the do. Three... That's their their limit. The three rowdy brothers, like, they do this big setup of, like, oh, Rob, leave me alone. And it's like, I'm not Rob, that's Rob. I'm Randy. This is, like, you know, oh, we all look the uh, same. Bob, Rob, and Randy, yeah. Okay. They never mention their names again. No. After that joke. That's what I mean. Like, they, they set up this whole thing, and then they go, okay, well, like, the kid comes over, God, the kid, and tells the... Is, is like yeah. coaching their soccer team basically and is like well why aren't they on defense they're obviously your best defensive players kind of thing they're like tanks and then they put them on defense and they make this whole thing of like no like but we always attack and then they never show them in a scene for like 45 minutes and you're like okay well but yeah. there's like a whole setup for how their team is shaping up and what those three are going to be like and the stuff that they'll do as characters and they basically never get another speaking line like this would be like if they introduced Data in The Goonies. And, yes. And then Data's just in the background holding a clock the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Data, Data does this well, big entrance scene. Well, somebody else does something. Yeah, like, his big entrance scene where he zip lines in and everything, and they have, like, that whole thing uninterrupted. Mm -hmm. And then for the rest of the movie, he never says a single word. And you're like, well, but... What about that? What, what about that, that cool kid, character? You what about that? Isn't that kid doing something? What is like? Don't we get to go back to that? It's like no. Nah, isn't that kid yeah. in everything, everywhere, all yeah. at once? What's happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he should be everywhere all the time. I love that kid. He should be. Yeah. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> God damn it! Fuck. <laughs> you were just waiting for that setup. You did this whole thing just to get that. 
I know, god damn it. <laughs> anyway, we have to talk about foot fetishes. So oh, yes, yeah. Mmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we ever? Okay, so the dog makes it to soccer practice, and we find out that uh, there were two soccer players in this town of Petersboro, of Scotland, sure. uh, who were very popular and very good at soccer. And one of them went on to the the major leagues, and the other one chose not to go, which is Brian, our main character. And the other he's guy... Absolutely not a loser. Definitely not. Everyone definitely says he's not, not a loser, loser. So he can't be a loser. If you say it lots and very, very loudly, that means you're not a loser. Just constantly, I am parading around with a shirt that says, not a loser. And I run around with a megaphone that goes, I am not a loser as I walk down the street. And everyone knows then how much of not a loser I am. The other guy is called Foot. And he's a, a major league soccer player. <laughs> Is our fetish who, about him? It's about him, right? It's not. It's about no, him, because. But also, it is about he made, feet. He made a cologne called Foot Cologne, which smells like stinky feet. And then every time he's ha, on ha, ha, ha. on screen, his uh, secretary is sitting at a table with her feet in the air, directly in camera, rotating her ankles very uh -huh. awkwardly in a in a sensual way. She sure is. Feet. Oh, boy. Why... Uh, here's my question. Why is this a recurring theme in dog movies? It keeps happening. Because that's where the weird pervy directors can just get their it, shit off. Like, I don't want to yuck someone's we've, yum, but don't make a dog movie about it. <laughs> we've, reali we've realized, though, that, like, that's this is apparently, like, the hell that all dog directors get to go to. <laughs> that all they want to do is they want to direct foot movies, but nobody will let that happen. So they go, wait, but I'll throw a cute dog in. And all the people go, oh, cute dog. Oh, well, you know, I can yeah. still have my foot scene. Yeah, you can't have your foot scene. Uh, we need to point out the dog is, I'm not even sure this is a real dog. To be honest, yeah. this movie. I mm -hmm. think the dog's CG. It's <laughs> no, it looks tell. too good. No, it no, it's easy to tell. You could tell because boy, that fucking soccer ball looks real garbage. The soccer ball is definitely CG. <laughs> yes. Yes. That the dog the is hitting the soccer point. ball. God, it looks real bad. It's but, unbelievably bad. But the dog shows up to Brian's team's practice in Petersboro. Yes. And they all suck at the game. They're the, the worst team you've ever seen. And as they're playing, a, a lady drives up with a kid. And uh -huh. she stops and talks to Brian. And she's like, by the way, I'm a lawyer uh, from New York, social services. Uh, this kid is yours. Remember this lady you had sex with? <laughs> and he's like, well, but that was 13 years like ago. 13 years Anyways, ago. Anyways, here's your 13-year-old son. <laughs> 12 and a half. Sure. Which still doesn't add up to eight, eight months. Yeah, what's, it's but okay. Whatever. <laughs> that kid's also like fourteen. That kid's older than twelve. Yeah. By a lot. Uh, like at least fourteen. And then you see like the gears turning in his head. He's like, wait, but steel's heavier than feathers. <laughs> wait, but but a pound of feathers and a pound of steel, but steel's heavier. So and... anyway, so new mom. I mean, social worker. <laughs> She never does become new mom. Like, yes, she does. Yes, she does it off screen. They do it in a fucking ending recap. He says she's going to come back 
to Scotland. No, they, and they he very hopes much that it's for it. his dick. It's it, it's pretty. They, this movie sets that up pretty solidly that it's for his dick. But also, okay, I just want to. I want to reverse for just a second and yeah. then also recap some things. So we've got... When you were saying that the foot thing happened and the weird, like... So there was a foot scandal. And it was... Oh, the foot that scandal, they were, yeah. That they were experimenting on dogs for their cologne. And we see a bunch of scientists that are not the Nazi scientists. And they also know this soccer dog? The same one that was done by the Nazi scientists, but they're not the Nazi scientists. And they come back a couple times in this film and see that dog and go, oh my god, that's our dog that we were experimenting on. Well, they're not Nazi scientists. They just immigrated to Argentina in the 1940s. But but they're different from the weird Nazi scientists that did that. And they don't ever explain if these are the same groups or different yeah, that's, groups. That's or... really weird how they know the Nazi scientists, apparently, huh? It could be anything. <laughs> it could be anything, goddammit. But okay, so but right now, so we've introduced the plot of... Uh-huh. So we have... This is like five, ten minutes into the film, right? So we now have... It's very early, yeah. We now have a genetically engineered Nazi dog. So we have a genetically engineered dog. We have Nazi scientists. We have... Other scientists that are, question mark maybe, um, after a dog because of scandals of, like, using them for experiments. Animal You have a, like, scandal plot point with this weird foot guy that they actually have a whole scene with him. You now have a soccer team in Scotland, and now you have a rivalry between two people. You now introduce a long-lost son. You have, like, eight fucking plots. Look, the writer saw a bunch of movies that weekend, all right? <laughs> like, like, what do you, you, can't what? Give, you can't give him too much, you know, hassle. And how many like. plots are we going to pay off in this film? <laughs> well, one? Uh, let's go and One? See. Maybe? So I just wanted to recap that yeah. real quick just to kind of give the crash course of like, holy fuck, this is a lot front-loaded that just doesn't yeah. come about. Uh, so Foot got in trouble for animal experimentation, mm-hmm. creating his foot cologne that smells like feet, uh, which yes. killed a bunch of dogs. Did you get it? Definitely feet. actually murdered a bunch of dogs. Correct. Yes. And he, his secretary puts him up to the task of going... Okay, first of all, YouTube sensation, (laughs) this dog Mm -hmm. that plays soccer because of the soccer field, they recorded it and uploaded to YouTube. The secretary sees it on television and gets the idea to bring Foot back to his hometown to play a a sports ball game against the dog for charity Mm -hmm. to try and improve his image, but doesn't tell him it's for charity or that he won't make money by doing it. Correct. Okay, and then so now the there's team... a now there's another plot point, <laughs> just and the team also has to accept playing with the dog, which they just decide to do because it's for a uh, Petersborough Animal uh, Welfare, Welfare Society, Society yeah, that doesn't exist because they have no animals in Petersborough. Mm-hmm. So it's a fake charity. Which is probably so that means that he is making a lot of money, actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know why he's mad about not making money at it, because it sounds like he's making money at it. 
And, and then they decide to play with the dog because it's for charity. So at least they resolved, like, we're going to play the game, I guess. But also, like, I love that the one thing that I do love about this is that, so he's a soccer superstar who got in trouble for his whole business thing, and he's doing this as a PR campaign. Why is the rest of the team doing this? Oh, his like, team has to like, get punished because of him. Yeah, collective punishment. Like, we're going to yeah. be doing community service like, together. <laughs> If you do a crime, the whole team has to commit. Yeah, you got to. That's just how yeah. it works. This is called bonding. A good coach. God. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Whatever. I just imagine that his whole team was like sitting in the underground lab experimenting on dogs with him to help out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like after practice. We got to do everything they... as a team together, man. Yeah, they, they shower up and then go to the lab and put on coats yeah. and, like, goggles and shit. Safety glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh, time to inject time to this dog for sucker. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, anyway, uh, <sighs> the, the social worker drops the kid off at Brian's house, which is a mess. But it's not it's that not really. much of a mess. No. And... And then they try to bond, but they realize that they literally don't know who each other are, and they don't bond, I guess. Okay. Sure. Weird. It's almost like you wouldn't just surprise visit across the Atlantic to a long-lost relative to make them take a child. I don't know. Guess, Seems like yeah. a thing you wouldn't do. Or uh, shouldn't the, do. The mayor starts distributing posters around town mm. of Foot versus Kimball. Kimball being the dog, the dog, who has not been named yet. No. And, and then in the exact next scene, the kid is walking out of the pub, <laughs> holding a bag of treats called Kimball's Dog Treats, and his friend, Marble Mouth. Oh. Catch you later, Marble Mouth. Oh, that's why Gee, he's called Marble Mouth. What about it? Yeah, I was just going to say, why is he called Marble Mouth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's talking to him, he's like, and the kid's like, uh, hey, wait, does the dog even have a name yet? Uh, um, uh, Kimball, like these treats I'm holding. But the movie fucked up and named the dog before the dog had a name. It did, yes, yeah. He has to, like, look around to try and figure out a name for the dog. But meanwhile, the dog's wearing, like you said, like the dog collar says Kimball. It's holding treat bags of Kimball. There's, There's posters, posters everywhere. in the background that say Kimball. And he's like, oh, oh, God, we forgot to name the dog. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll name him Kimball. That sounds like a good name. And it's like, what the fuck movie? I feel like that was just an editing mistake. It, I don't, yes, yeah. It had to have just been out of order. Yeah, it they they fucked up in continuity is what that is. That had to be. So we don't have enough villains yet. So some Scottish kids show oh, up Jesus to harass Christ. the American. I forgot about the Scottish kids. There's actually, so many villains in this movie, and so many plot points, and they no all don't reason. go anywhere. So they they challenge the American to to sports ball because uh, mm. he's American and they want to bully him. Which fair? Oh, you yank. Which, yeah, yeah uh, fair. No, that's fair, yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. they end up kicking a soccer ball through a window, which gets blamed on the American kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leads to nothing. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Nazis <sighs> are making a super genius robot killer dog called Brommel. 
so that their other super uh, genius dog can stoop it. Do you get that they're Nazis? Do you remember the Nazis? Don't you remember how funny the Nazis are and their experiments? Oh, those wacky guys. Well, anyways, let's go back to soccer now. There's a 30-second reprieve to the Nazis. And now you have, like, a second Nazi underling who wasn't introduced before. You've got, like, the bumbling yeah. Nazi now. There was a Dr. Strangelove Nazi originally, and now there's, like, his bumbling assistant. He, he's, like, the son of TV's Frank or something from <laughs> Mystery Science Theater. Yes, yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, the team is, is learning to play soccer for real. I guess, while the Nazis track them down to their field and release their super Nazi uh, girl dog. Yeah. Great. I want to point out, too, that they're making this team learn to play for real so that they can win this charity game, maybe? Or, like, any game? But they are the worst team in existence by a lot. they're bad. They're 012. yeah. Well, but it's not even like they're okay. But they're they would be bad if they were six year olds. Like this yeah. would, if this was six year olds playing instead of grown ass men, you'd be like, wow, that's a really bad team of six year olds. Someone should coach them. It it feels weird how bad they make them considering they're grown men. Like they just they're like tr- yeah uh, walk, running all... around with their shoes untied, like tripping over each other. Like it's just. So it is a kids funny. movie. It's just done very. It is a kids movie, but the adults all act like children. Yeah, in a yeah. way that's worse than most movies like that. Like the, that's pretty common, but man, like they extra. It's just, it feels like a movie filled with kindergartners. Like it's just baffling. So Foot shows up at the pub in Petersboro, mm-hmm. and he's outside interviewing with a, a reporter from the BBC, who's all like. Uh, how's it going? Nice to see you, soccer star. Love sports. Anyway, about those, uh, animal testing and killing of dogs, uh, do you know anything about that? Yeah, that's how you know that this isn't a reporter. They actually ask questions and demand or answers hitting to questions. them on, on, yeah. que- on things that, you know, are relevant and matter and that are important. Uh, and then the dude throws in that he's a doo-doo man and he likes poop. Because he's a, he's, that's his other fetish. His poop. Yeah, he does talk about his poopies. Loves poopy. Uh, and then he sees Brian leaving the pub. And he's like, yo, Brian, I haven't seen you forever. Oh, uh, last time I saw you, you were working at this piece of shit pub. What the fuck was it called? <laughs> oh, the pub that you're in right now. Oh, that pub. The piece of shit. Wow. Uh, really know where your life went, huh? <laughs> Great. They have to throw in a few more, uh, oh god, it smells like haggis. Oh, the stinky, stinky pub. Oh, Scotland stinks so bad. Ew, gross, Scotland. Ew, stinky, yeah, stinky Yeah, the one thing Scotland. about Scotland is it smells like poo-poo at all times. It smells worse, smells worse than a New York yeah. subway, says the kid. Yeah, and I've seen... <laughs> I've seen the Jason movie where they go to New York. It's just toxic waste barrels everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. The whole sewer is toxic waste. I've seen it. I know how this works. So you know that Scotland's pretty bad. They really <laughs> fucking hate Scotland for some reason. 
Uh, I think they're hamming it up, but it's also well, yeah. clearly I mean, not someone from Scotland. No, it, it, they just know nothing about Scotland. Yeah. So Brian decides to quit the team. He quiet quits by doing exactly what's asked of him, which is the worst thing a millennial can do. Mm-hmm. And the team's all bummed out because he's not going to play the game because he just doesn't want to keep losing. And he's a loser. You're a loser. Which, okay, I, I mean... I guess. So he yeah. doesn't want to play this charity game against the rich asshole to clean his image for no benefit to himself or anyone else. Yeah. Gee. Weird. Wow. Why Why would he want to not do that? <laughs> I can't think of a single reason why I would not want to do that. And, and of course, he's drinking at the pub. Mm. This is like the of course. fifth or sixth scene of them drinking at the pub. And oh, he least, is yeah. smashed. Wait, maybe they do know something about Scotland. <laughs> I mean, the mayor drinks at the pub. He just yes. shows up. He's like, yeah. I'm the mayor. We're going to make policy decisions here. Uh, you know, I might, I might be wrong about them not knowing anything about Scotland now that I think about it. But as, as Brian's smashed, Foot shows up and starts taunting him. So Brian's like, hey, man, you know that soccer game? Well, we're g- gonna put up something you care about. This, we're gonna wager, and it's gonna be this pub that you don't give a flying fuck about that you didn't even remember the name of. Yeah. But now you're super excited for it. He's got the biggest heart on in the universe for the. We're pub. gonna bet our pile of shit pub for your championship cup. I'm not drunk, okay. you're drunk. <laughs> why would anyone agree to this, and why would he want the pub? Anyway, he's he agrees to it. <laughs> and how can he give them how can he give them the soccer cup that The World Cup that he won? Like the World Cup or something? I don't know. They, I mean yeah. they don't name what cup it is. They just said, give me the cup. Which okay. Maybe they mean Maybe. his jock strap. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fuck. God damn it. We both I was like I need to sniff it. I have my own fetishes. Yeah, maybe that's another one of his fetishes. Yeah, you don't know. Uh, he's called Foot. It could be anything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's Foot for the feet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. say that that's foot, probably what it is. Foot it's feet. Probably not get on your fucking feet. <laughs> Anyways, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up to the soccer pick it up, game pick it up, where pick we're up, now wagering nothing. Nothing. So they go to the charity event. Foot finds out that it's a charity game and that he's not going to make money and he's very bad. And then they just go and do the charity game anyway. And then they just do it anyway because who gives a fuck? Uh, so they're playing the game and the dog's there and it's kind of back and forth, I think. Oh no, the dog isn't there right away because the dog needs to go potty. That's well, what the it dog... was. Yeah, well, no, the dog is there right away, but then the dog needs to go potty about, like, a little ways into the game. So one thing about the dog being a super genius is that it uses a human toilet, uh, which is important. So the dog's looking for a porta john Well, because it's the only way they could think to trap the dog, right? Realistically, the only way that you can catch dogs is by tricking them into using a porta potty. So the the Nazis catfished the dog into a porta Hey, do you remember that there's Nazis in this movie? Because the movie forgot, but now it remembers. And and traps the dog in the porta john with a screwdriver, and then drives off with it. And we get a high-speed chase of them... 
not being chased at all. Uh, and then it's such a high speed chase that the reporter who was on foot talks manages to talk to them when they get caught. Like five. Yeah, because the later. BBC reporter. No, what happened is the BBC reporter got ahead of their vehicle on a side yes. road, made a barrier in the road, and then got out and interviewed them. And that's yeah. what made them stop. What? <laughs> and then the lawyer and the kid show up in their car and just remove the screwdriver and take take Kimball back with them to the soccer game. And that's the end of that scene. They never... No one in this movie ever talks to the Nazis besides that reporter. Well, at the end of the movie, they're like, the Nazis were never seen again. And they never explained it. Yes, they were. That's correct. (laughs) Yes, that's correct. They were never seen again. They were barely seen at all, in fact. Like I said, they they are in closed scenes. The Nazis are only in scenes with themselves until this moment. Yeah, maybe they couldn't get them to show up on the same shooting days or something. I guess. But they're they're only in this movie. This is the only scene that they share with other people. And the only lines that they share with any other character is with the reporter. And that's it. And I don't even think they answer the reporter. I think the reporter just asks them. Like, they literally have zero impact on the movie. It's fucking ridiculous. My other theory is they added in the Nazi plot after finishing the film. And they're like, we need more. It does come in at a tight 130-52 with credits. So... I, they must have added it in to add it. This extra could very 10 easily minutes. be double spacing the script at the end of it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like if you're gonna add something, why would you choose Nazis, Nazis. in your soccer movie? At, we may never know. Uh, the dog shows back up just in time for them not to cancel the game because Foot's a big whiny baby. No, it's supposed to be the dog. I have to play the dog. And they play the game, and the their team starts turning around and getting goals. So then Foot does exactly what any Donkey Kong world record holder would do. That's uh-huh. right. He cheats. Cheats. <laughs> <laughs> and he absolutely annihilates some dude, wrecks his ankle... And so mm-hmm. then they call their one guy off of the sideline who had a handy cam and was filming this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, there's a like, handy really cam that's handy actually... Cam. I think they literally use the handy cam prop in the film. Oh, yeah. Because there are so many scenes of a low frame rate camera and hand cam that looks mm-hmm. awful. For action shots, yes. There's a lot of high-speed action on the soccer field that is captured by a camera that cannot keep up with it. And I think it is just the camera they were showing in the I think it's just scenes. that camera. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he, he's like, yeah, I'm in the game. Let's go. And then he slips on some grass and kills himself with so- the camera. <laughs> Dies instantly. There's a cloud of dust, and he's laying in the middle of the road, dead. I uh, don't so then what? they do the only reasonable thing, which is to get the twelve-year-old American who doesn't like soccer and has never played it, and bring him into the game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And how does that go? Huh? Huh? A small child in a game full of adults. 
And a dog. And a dog. Well, the dog's barely there, let's be honest. Yeah. <sighs> this is very much not a soccer dog movie, unlike Soccer Dog, the movie. This movie has very little emphasis on soccer or dogs. We've kind a lot of, of emphasis brushed... on Scotland, though, and Nazis. A lot of emphasis on Scotland. Well, really, what I was going to say, we've actually been brushing over the majority of this film, which is... Sad scenes of dad that doesn't know how to be dad with son who doesn't know how to be son and they don't like each other and but he has oh, to have that's him all because garbage fluff though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's hey, welcome to the movie. <laughs> Put that on the fucking cover, friend. Because yes, that's the movie. It's garbage fluff. Yep, you're right. Yep. There was the scene where Brian was crying in the rain. In the as, rain. As a slow punk rock song played. I'm that was pretty good. And it was all like, Brian's crying because he's sad. <laughs> and it just like explained what was happening as it happened. Yeah. So, so anyways, the soccer movie happens and the, the kid gets to take a penalty shot because of course the big adult man fucking wrecks his shit for no reason because i yep. don't know that's the thing they wanted he gets to do. red carded out of the game because of that yeah and they let the kid have a penalty kick but he misses because he's never played fucking soccer in his goddamn life but then the dog headbutts it in because the dog's real good at I, soccer i feel like letting the dog make the shot kind of subverts the whole father-son plot line, right? Yeah. The whole point was the kid succeeds, which makes the dad succeed, which brings them closer together as a family. But then that wouldn't resolve the dog playing soccer cycle of things, and the dog would be less important to the movie than it already is, which is already pretty damn unimportant. This is the problem of having two, nine disparate plots that yeah. all don't intersect in any fucking way that makes sense. <laughs> what there is the no Scottish way to resolve kids, this film right? and actually have anybody have any fulfilling... I, the Scottish kids that he was being bullied by... They never show just, up again. They kind of just became background characters in the stands. And that's yes. all they do. Yeah, they're just they never resolved them this. being mad at the American. No, they play a game of soccer. The kids cheat. They go, well, we'll be back. And then they're never back. Just like the Nazis. <laughs> just like the Nazis. And also the non-Nazi scientists, question mark, that might also be related to the Nazi scientists, I... but they don't actually say, so who knows? Maybe they were just the animal experimenter scientists. Whatever. And that's different than the Nazi scientists? Maybe? We don't know. Uh, so anyway, Brian wins. Uh, oh, we forgot to mention, Brian got struck by lightning at the beginning of the movie. Oh, You fuck. know why we forgot to mention it? Because it's completely unimportant and irrelevant. <laughs> That is the weirdest fucking thing. The movie opens. At, that is literally the opening of the movie. We actually didn't really mention that. After goes, the Nazis, like, he gets struck yeah, by he goes, lightning. lightning yes. never get, they say lightning never strikes you twice. And he's standing in the middle of a sunny soccer field and gets electrocuted by lightning. And he's like, and then at the end of this film, he's like, oh, you know, I got struck by lightning twice, but it was a different shock. That is the metaphor that the lightning was the kid and the dog entering his life 
I guess. I guess? It's very loose if it is. It makes but also, no what sense. the fuck does the lightning strike have to do with anything? So, uh, they won the game. I have a okay. question for you. Yeah. Okay, after yeah. they won the game, what happened to Foot? I don't fucking know. They don't mention it. <laughs> they yeah, don't they mention don't it. Any, they don't. No, say there anything. was no. Rep- uh, the only thing is he lost his his cup because he didn't have the cup. Yeah, they meant so. Okay, so they give an afterwards like a, a yeah. spoken word like montage of like oh well, and then so and so went on to this like fucking mm-hmm. anyway, but they do that for the Nazis where they say they were never seen again. But then they don't even give that much to Foot, the actual no. main antagonist. They don't the even give him an afterword at all. Uh, I love that they did so. The, the Nazis have more effort, despite their ending being, and they were never seen again. Literally one sentence. They and that's the more lawyer. high effort than the actual villain. Yeah, but the lawyer comes back because she wants his dick. Because she really wants that dick. That's it. Even though there was no spark of romance at any point in this film Uh, in fact she mostly just lurked in the background staring at him through doorways god yeah they they have a scene where he's having like a tender moment with his son and like they have like a little fight and stuff and then the kid walks out and she's sitting in the background the whole time peering around the door (laughs) like watching them and the minute the kid's gone she's like so anyway time for me to butt in (laughs) it's like whoa whoa, whoa." like what are you even doing here still here's my other question what happened to kimball where is kimball at the end of this do they not give a shit did the dog keep playing soccer did did they go majorly they don't give a shit nothing happened to kimball why was kimball in the movie why does it being a super smart nazi dog matter this movie feels like they made a father-son soccer movie, and then they were like, oh, fuck, it's 40 minutes. And then they went, and they panicked. okay, um, yeah. let's add in Nazis. Okay, well, how do we add in Nazis? I know, they can be fucking around with a super-engineered dog. Well, why would the dog be involved in this? Um, one of the Nazis like soccer and teaches the dog soccer, and then the dog can go in with that. I, okay, we'll just add all those scenes in later. <laughs> like, it feels what, like that. What happened... So the Nazis had their super girl dog, and they just left yes. it? No, it died. Did it you remember? Die? Well, there was the whole scene they where did it goes slam to chase a door them and they slam it. a door on it. And then the yeah. dog's... La- and then they show the dog laying on the ground unmoving. Le- yeah. So I'm just no, going to awkward. get... And that was yeah. literally the last scene of that dog. So I'm just going to guess that they fucking murdered Rommel the Nazi dog. Huh. <laughs> that's that's the only movie. explanation that I can have. Soccer movie, everyone. You, oh. know, you know this is a dog film because it killed a dog. Anyways, let's rate the dogs. Boys, <laughs> would you like to rate Rommel? No, I'm not rating no. the Nazi dog. Anyways, let's go ahead and rate, rate the other dog, Kimball. I'm not rating Kimball. Kimball's a Nazi dog, too. I'm not rating any of these I dogs. I guess, yeah, that's actually... Yeah. Fuck these dogs. <laughs> Fuck them dogs. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Rough Cuts, everybody. <laughs>
This is a wonderful episode this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Happy New Year. We got a treat for the start of the year. What a good symbol of what we're going to be doing on this podcast every week for 50, 52 episodes or so. Hooray. Yeah, and if you ever see another episode, make sure to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. And you can always pick it up over on our social media pages, like Twitter, still, somehow, uh, at Rough Cuts Cast, or also on Co-Host, a better site, at Rough Cuts. Or you can email us, uh, roughcutscast at gmail.com, if you have any, like, requests or fan things to send in. We've had a few pieces every once in a while, which has been really nice. And you can always check us out and help us on Patreon, too, of course, where we're Rough Cuts. So yep. uh, we do appreciate all the people who have helped us with that. It does mean a lot. We spend real money on these movies. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Uh, we <laughs> also have a TikTok. Real... So. Yes, we do. We we'll put up a out. lot of the little scenes and stuff from these. All right. Haggis, haggis, haggis. Haggis, haggis. Haggis. Freedom! Nothing really funny or interesting in these credits, so. Or the movie. Hey!